uniting thousands to worship one. This is United Breaks Out. This is the final podcast from United Breaks Out. So thank you so much for joining us. It's been a real pleasure to have your company throughout this weekend. It's been an amazing weekend and the teaching has been filled with the Spirit of God, amazing testimonies and a real sense that God has been at work amongst everyone who has been involved. As this is our final show, we're going to be able to hear a taster from the seminar streams. We're going to be able to hear from Paul Lloyd and it was his talk for Impact on Saturday evening that we'll be listening to. And then we'll be hearing from Paul Harcourt and we're going to get some insight as to how he feels about how United Breaks Out has gone this year. But first, Candy Evans gives us her reflections on the final morning session in the arena with Pete Hughes. Pete Hughes has been taking the lead in arena for the last few days, bringing his thoughts on awakening a revival spirituality for the age of anxiety. You can catch up online, but in the spirit of all good dramas, he's kindly started his final session with a recap of the previous ones. We spoke about COVID-19 sending us into a wilderness experience. The purpose of the wilderness is that it's a place of formation. In the stillness of the desert, the soul comes out of hiding and we get a clearer perspective of how we're really doing. And therefore, the desert is the place where we're invited to bring the true self into an encounter with the living God. The desert is a place of healing and transformation if we bring ourselves to our Father in heaven who wants to speak life and love over us. We looked at Luke 4 verse 14 where it says Jesus came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. The desert had been an empowering place but there's a greater purpose of the wilderness beyond just formation. It's a place where we are filled with the fire of God's presence. So we also looked at Acts chapter 2 as the fire fell on the early church and they became mini mobile temples carrying the fire of God to the surrounding culture. But once we've caught the fire, how do we go about spreading it? Well, Jesus mentions three key areas. Let's look at them briefly. Number one, he talks about the words of the kingdom. We are anointed to proclaim good news. Secondly, we're anointed for the works of the kingdom. Jesus talks about freedom for the prisoners, to set the oppressed free. Jesus is basically saying that's what the anointing is for. Yes, to proclaim good news, but more than that, to demonstrate good news, that there would be a transformation within society, that those on the margins would be drawn into family, that cycles of poverty that rob people of life, those cycles would be broken, justice would be established, the kingdom of God would break out. The church is at its best when it's a community of deep compassion and the Lord is stirring that at this time. So Jesus talks about the words of the kingdom. He talks about the works of the kingdom and he talks about the wonders of the kingdom. He talks about the recovery of sight for the blind. And then we see through the ministry of Jesus, all sorts of supernatural activity breaking out, raising the dead, the lame people beginning to walk, multiple healings. You see, these are referred to as signs and wonders because they are signposts towards what is to come. Perhaps there's a real need for signs and wonders today. 
So we look around the culture right now. There is a desperate need for hope. People don't need more advice. Here's how you survive lockdown. You need to do X. You need to do Y. You need to do Z. People are exhausted. They need good news. Pete goes on to highlight the power of one of Jesus's illustrations for our times. Jesus tells a story in Luke 15. It's a parable. And in this parable, there's a shepherd who leaves 99 sheep behind to go after the one lost. Jesus says, I've come to seek and save the lost sheep. In other words, the priority of Jesus, the missional spirituality we see in Jesus is about going after the lost. Would we willingly leave the one to go after the 99? You see, that's not reckless. That just makes a lot of of sense that if you've only got one, then yes, absolutely go after the 99. Like, how do you even get your head around like the 99% outside the fold of the church? Like, where do you even begin? Well, I think it's sometimes healthy to have a big vision, like a kingdom vision, and then to start really small. You can catch the whole of Pete's talk online on the United Breaks Out YouTube channel or at breaksout.new-wine.org. But I'll leave you with his words on our model for spreading the good news. No less than Jesus himself. That Jesus invests in the three and in the twelve and the seventy-two and it begins to expand as the gospel reaches the four corners of the earth. You see, the task before us is to leave for the ninety-nine, but to start with one. So how could you find the one that you could proclaim good news to? And maybe through that one encounter, you don't know how far that's going to spread. Who's the one that you think is searching right now? There's a spiritual openness that maybe you could begin a conversation about faith, about spiritual longings. And maybe there might be an opportunity for you to share the difference Jesus has made in your life to proclaim good news, not advice, not religious advice, good news that the fullness of life that's available in the kingdom of God is available to everyone because Jesus died for all. Who's, who's the one? Who's the one that you could have a conversation with off the back of this as we as a church begin to not settle for an introspective spirituality, but essentially say, God, fill us with fire and send us out because we want to see an awakening in the surrounding culture. There's so much despair in the culture. There's such a need for hope. And you've given us a message of hope. Lord, fill us up and send us out. This is United Breaks Out on New Wine FM. As well as the main sessions in Arena, Impact and Luminosity, there have been a number of seminar streams taking place across the weekend. These are all available to watch or stream online at new-wine.org forward slash breaks out. But here is just a taster of what has been going on. My name is Ruth Bantovich. I'm the Church Engagement Director at the Faraday Institute of Science and Religion. I am going to talk about does science leave room for God in a pandemic world? Hi everybody, it's Will Vanderhart here and I've come to the allotment today to talk to you a little bit about anxiety and worry. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of the New Wine Church Conference. Uh, I want to talk about the power of prayer. 
Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first of these third-person seminars. Hi, my name's Andy Clark-Coates. And I'm Zoe Clark-Coates, and we're the founders and directors of a global support charity called the Mariposa Trust. So today we want to talk about the power of grieving. Hi there, my name is Yemi, Yemi Adedeji. I'm here with my ex-colleague, Steve Clifford, and we are doing a seminar titled Talk Is Not Enough. Hello, my name is Rachel Turner, and this session is about parenting for faith in a post-pandemic world, which I have to say, when I say it really fast, there's a lot of peace in it. My name is Emma Eidson, and the topic of this seminar is what does success look like to God? Well, hey, everybody at New Wine, it's John Tyson here. So when I was given a chance to speak, and particularly on this topic around prayer and unity, I jumped at the opportunity. This is Kathy and Mark Madavan, and we are calling the session Dealing with Disappointment. Hello, and uh, thank you for having me for this race and diversity stream. My name is Ben Lindsay. I'm CEO of a charity called Power to Fight. Hi, I'm Jack. Hi, I'm T, and in this seminar, we're going to be exploring how we can each play our part in responding to injustice and climate change. Hi there, my name is Sean Doherty, and this seminar is on the question, is God fair? Let's pray as we begin. Hi, it's Patrick here, and uh, it's such a privilege to be with you at New Wine. I want to look at resilience and uh, thriving in the midst of adversity. So welcome to the uh, seminar, and today we're looking at responding as a church, listening, empowering, and becoming. I'm Elaine Sutherland, uh, Vicar of Holy Trinity, uh, here in Leicester, and I was born in Leicester. Welcome to the Grief, Loss and Lament seminar stream. My name's Rob Bewley. I'm New Wine's Regional Director for the Midlands and East of England, and I'm your host. David Stroud for the Future seminar stream. They say that you should never predict the future. And I guess if we've learnt anything these last few months, it is that the future is full of surprises. United 2020 on New Wine FM. This is New Wine FM and I'm Dave Roper. And I'm Sally Roper. And this is the final morning luminosity session. It is. Oh. Oh. I never want it to end when no. we're at United. I never want it to end. And actually, this has been amazing because although we're not there, it's been so good to serve, hasn't it? It has. And it's felt like a real point of connection um, when we're obviously feeling very, very disconnected generally. Yeah. And particularly with uh, not meeting together for United, it's been really great to feel part of it again. Yeah. And I've been so blessed by all of the work that everybody's been putting in, yeah. whether it's the speakers or the techie people behind the scenes. We want you to know we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. And um, let's just have a little chat about luminosity session this afternoon yes pretty good started with some good worship again again excellent worship always love that and going into a fantastic interview with lee kirkby and emmanuel chueche who we actually heard from the other day he spoke the other day yes i like him yeah yeah He's amazing. He's very cool. So, okay, so initially he started by talking about the fact that he and Lee have known each other for a really long time. Yeah. And that when he was younger, he wanted to be a rapper. Nice. And he had a rapper name, which was Sky Blue. Nice. He used to wear, like, Sky Blue um, tracksuit bottoms and tracksuit top and, yeah. Okay. Tracksuit. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, So I have a question for you, Dave. Yeah. What would your rapper name be? 
nothing cool. I mean, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. I absolutely loved rap music when I was a teenager. You like really loved I rap really, music. Really, really liked it. But yeah, I mean, I, I shudder to think. I, I mean, like, like something like like MC Dave. Do you know what I mean? That's like how Just much so how bad. much more white could it be? Um, <laughs> Which, you know, isn't an obstacle to being a good rapper, um, but yeah. It, but it, that's it, a terrible name and that, that, is, a, is, that is an obstacle to being that is a, good a terrible rapper, name. terrible name. That is a terrible name. But Emmanuel sort of spoke about his story a bit, yeah. which was absolutely amazing. So moved from Zimbabwe with his mum and siblings as sort of as a teenager. His parents had split. Um, he was making that adjustment of moving over here. Um, as time went on, um, things were okay. He was doing all right. And then a friend of his, like his best friend, died um, as a result of a house fire. Yeah. And then a couple of years after that, he lost his mum, who he was very close to because she was a single mum. She was there. She was there everything, basically. And um, and he lost her. And it was really interesting. We we meet people who are grieving a lot. The, the work yeah. that we do um, with our law firm, and we specialise in the kind of law that, that helps people either towards the end of their life or once somebody has lost somebody. And we meet grieving people a lot. And it's really interesting when you meet people who are Christians because Christians do definitely grieve differently. Yeah. But we still experience that significant grief and that loss. And But one of the things that stood out for me is, you know, him saying, you know, we all know that God is there in the bad times, but actually God's there in the good times as well. And we sort of forget that, don't we? We forget that when things are really, really hard, God will speak to us, but he'll also speak to us when things are good. And he spoke about um, basically just God giving him a picture of the cross just as he just as his mum died and mm. and I just think that was really interesting um yeah he very much felt that God was there with him and um yeah that was I I always love to hear people's stories I think people's stories are massively important when it comes mm. to hearing somebody speak and believing what they're saying and believing that there is some kind of experience behind it I just find it extremely helpful yeah but yeah he also was then asked by Lee you know how how does he what does he see in the generation that is coming in this next generation and he just said recently especially with all of the protests after the death of George Floyd um, seeing young people stand up with so much courage and just say this is not okay I'm not accepting it almost not even thinking about it and he said it gives him courage and I want to say that too it gives me courage Mm. to, to stand up and say no when I need to do that and one of the things that Lee said and I love this use your voice and turn up the volume oh so good that is good and and yeah the the other thing that Emmanuel spoke about was um Emmanuel was asked how do you get that passion for Jesus and he just said don't compromise who you are God made you you are made in his image find friends who love you and love you for who you are let God work through you with all the things he's put into you you know and he also said God's raising leaders God is raising leaders. Leaders are coming up, whether it's leaders in families, leaders in churches, leaders in government, leaders in the workplace. And I I heard that and thought, yeah, do you know what? We, we have three teenagers. They are all leaders. They're all natural leaders in really different ways and definitely will be in different fields. And as a parent, it's so hard raising a leader. It is so hard because leaders don't really want to follow. And what they have to go through, what all leaders have to go through is a refining process. And as we parent these leaders, we have a real challenge on our hands to to parent good leaders who will listen, who will be kind, who will be strong, who will be bold. And most importantly, who will have centre, the centre of what they do, the core of what they do as Jesus. 
And so, yeah, we love Emmanuel. And that was one of the things I also talked about. Hashtag we love Emmanuel. If Luminosity get loads of hashtags, we love Emmanuel, they want at least 50. They're going to send Emmanuel a Nando's. That guy deserves a Nando's. Guy deserves a Nando's. He needs a he Nando's. So, hashtag we love Emmanuel and he'll get a Nando's. Do it. Do it. You were listening to Lisa. I was. And so Lisa, um, who works for Tear Fund, was, uh, well, one thing she said is that the um, she's the second born in her out of the um, the children in her family. That's like you. Um, which is just like me. So she's correct. They are actually the best, the second born. Um, <laughs> but she was talking about who is my neighbour. And um, it was really interesting. She acknowledged that it's a really well-known passage. And even in the way that she prayed over the passage and prayed before she spoke, um, she was kind of flagging up the fact that, yes, this is a passage we all know really well mm. um, and just hoping that we can find something fresh out of it rather than just going, yeah, yeah, I know the story. And there was a lot that she said, and I don't want to rehash all of it, but I think one of the things that I was really struck by from what she said was this idea that we are not the hero in that story. Yes. We want to like plonk ourselves in the story and go, yeah, I'm the Samaritan, I'm the one that crossed over. And she said, unfortunately, all too often, we're the Levite or we're the priest who walks by on the other side, Mm, who for whatever reason ignores. And this idea that as image bearers, it's not just a case that we see other people as image bearers of God and people worth caring for and worth loving, but actually that we are image bearers of God and so Mm. we should act accordingly. Um, And so this, this thing of, you know, we all have an opportunity. She said all three of them have the same opportunity. All three of them have the same opportunity opportunity to cross over and help um and uh yeah uh, yeah we, we are not short of opportunities at the moment to help others That's whether right. it's sending a manual yeah. nando's or ministering to a neighbor who is isolated or um caring for someone who's disconnected someone who's grieving all sorts of stuff going on at the moment all sorts of opportunities um whether it is in relation to the covid pandemic whether it is in relation to racial inequality whether it is in relation to um economic hardship financial hardship mm, there yeah. are so many opportunities aren't there for us to each cross over yeah, really and this are. question at the end what would our future look like if we loved one another the way God loves us? What would our future look like? That is an amazing challenge. That is an amazing challenge. And so this is it. We've come to the end Mm. of our Luminosity podcasts. I have loved it. I have loved it. It's been brilliant. But we are so excited about United 21. Mm. If you've not booked in for Luminosity, get booked in. It's going to be amazing. And if you are a parent, get your kids booked in and um, get yourself booked in for United 21 because Mm. it's going to be the most fantastic year. I feel like I'm going to arrive on site and burst into tears of joy. Hug the ground. Hug the ground, kiss the grass and then get rained on. (laughs) Okay, guys, we love you. God bless you. Have an amazing evening. This is United Breaks Out on New Wine FM. On Saturday evening, Paul Lloyd was speaking in Impact. And here is what Candy Evans thought about the evening. Paul Lloyd is pastor of the Victory Outreach Manchester Church, which brings the gospel to gang members and addicts. He was speaking in Impact on Saturday night, bringing his own powerful testimony. It's a journey of redemption. And that word has a lot of power in it. It means being bought back, paid for with a price. You'll see what I mean and how powerful that has been. He left school early after things had already started to go wrong. And then we started getting involved in the culture of the time, the culture of the streets. And it was that we we wanted to make a reputation. We wanted to make our mark. We didn't want people to take advantage of us and so 
We started going out and we started fighting. We started doing dark things. And, and at the age of 17, I was involved in my first heavy criminal activity. Home was okay, but... Even my family, even my parents, they didn't trust in God. They didn't believe in God. They didn't have a relationship with God. And even though they weren't robbing and stealing, they had great jobs, they were still together, my family are great, they were still living the same, the same type of lifestyle, but in a different way. Things went from bad to worse, until Paul needed help to get out of a particularly bad deal and turned to one of his friends. My hair's long, my car no longer is a BMW, it's a, an old Ford Escort. Someone threatened me, and I needed to make a statement. And this is where the story starts to, to really get interesting. I went around to see a friend of mine. We'd done some dark things. We'd been in some dark places. This encounter with an old friend turned Paul's life around. And I remember knocking on his door. I knocked on his door, he opened the door, and looking at me was someone different than the man that I used to know. He looked cleaner, he looked clearer in his eyes, he looked happier, he had more joy around him and to cap it all, he, 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 he wanted to give me a hug. He tried to hug me as I came in and I'm like, whoa, slow down, man, what's happening? He let me into his house and I told him what my situation was and he said to me, listen, I'll never forget it, he said to me, listen, he said, I can't help you out, I can't do that anymore. He said, my life has changed, I've become a Christian. Now that was the last thing I ever expected one of my friends to say. But he started to speak and he started to tell me his story, his journey. And I said, listen, I said, God might want you, he might love you, but he's not going to want me. I've broken his commandments. There is no way that God is going to want anything to do with someone like me. I'm too dark, I'm too gone, I'm too far away. And he said to me this. He said to me, brother, he said, Jesus didn't come for the well, he came for the sick. I learned about Jesus. I learned to pray, I learned to read the word of God, I learned to serve, I learned to be. Things that were broken in me started getting fixed. And here's the thing, the gospel is good news, but it's not just a lifestyle change. This is about dead people becoming alive. I was dead inside. I had nothing to offer. I had nothing to give. But Jesus paid for me. And there was a scripture that, that spoke to me that is, is such a beautiful thing that I want you to really get a hold of. And it's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 14. He says, by one sacrifice, speaking of Jesus, by one sacrifice, he has forever made perfect those who are being made holy. If you'd like to hear the whole of Paul's call to transformation and reformation, you can find it on the United Breaks Out YouTube channel or online at breaksout.new-wine.org. This is where he is today. I've been a minister now for 20 years. I see the same thing take place. It doesn't matter who you are, what language you speak, what background you're from, your history and your destiny Meet at the cross. And today, 
is the day of salvation. And if he can change me, man, he can change you. He can change anyone because that's the business that he's in. It's not about reformation. Being reformed means that you're just a better version of what you were. It's about transformation. It's about everything becoming new. And that talk and all the others from this weekend are available free at new-wine.org forward slash breaks out. Well, that's it from New Wine FM and United Breaks Out. We really hope that you will be able to join us in 2021, where, God willing, we will be back at the East of England showground in Peterborough. Information about the event can be found at new-wine.org forward slash united21. To round off this podcast, we caught up once again with Paul Harcourt for his thoughts on how the weekend has gone and the vision for new wine in the coming months as we head towards United 21. Now that we've come to the end of the United Breaks Out weekend, I think we're just overwhelmed with how wonderful it's been. Um, We've had testimonies from up and down the country and from people from other countries even um, talking about how they've encountered God. We weren't even sure it was really going to be able to work and and bring the sort of united flavour to people's homes. But we've heard people talking about how the Spirit of God has fallen, whether it's the kids' work or the luminosity youth work or the adult celebrations. Um, So it's been a fantastic time and great to see lots of churches bringing community as well. Um, We've seen loads of people coming together to share the experience, um, whether it's the experience of worship or praying for each other or just the experience of having fun together. Um, So it's really felt like United and we're we're delighted that the Lord has honoured it and used it so powerfully in people's lives. The ambition for the United Breaks Out weekend wasn't just to serve the New Wine family, the people who are going to be missing gathering in Peterborough so, so much because it's so much a part of their lives. But we always had this hope that perhaps it would reach beyond people who've been to United before, um, that even churches that go to New, New Wine in great numbers will probably have lots of people in them that have never been because they don't like camping or they've just never thought about it. And all the evidence shows that that's happened. We, we've seen loads of people being brought in. Um, our, our reach has often been seven and a half, eight thousand connections of people watching. But then we know that what might look to us like one connection is actually a gathering of all sorts of people. You know, we've seen groups of, of 20 or 30 outside. And we've seen many households of, of six friends or family getting together to share this experience together. So I, I don't really know quite what our reach is. We normally see over 20,000 people at the United Summer Gatherings, and this, this could be four or five times as many. So it's incredibly exciting to, to think that what we've already put out is connected with loads of people, and then all the stuff that's still available on the playlists and on the sound clouds, that that's there for people to discover in the months to come as well. When we first got the vision for United Breaks Out, it wasn't simply to do something because people expected us to do something, but it was because we really felt it was time to to speak a prophetic word to the church at a really challenging time, and it's, it's that we ourselves would experience healing and recover hope, and so then the church could break out and offer a message of hope and healing to a hurting generation. And I was amazed at how all the speakers um, caught that vision and brought 
messages that were so in tune with each other and took us on an incredible journey from the start of the weekend through to the end. Um, I haven't had the chance to listen to many of the seminars yet, but all the feedback I've been seeing has shown that somehow the spirit just guided people to really hit the nail on the head. Um, so I'm incredibly excited, really, about the way that, that God has brought this all together so that we could could be his voice for this season and, and be able to do something which we, we believe is going to serve the church. Nobody would be surprised to hear that cancelling the summer event was hugely costly. Um, I think it's been challenging for all the Christian conferences. And my fear is that some of the Christian conferences may not survive in the coming year. Um, we hope that we'll be able to get back and be able to deliver um, united gathering events, but also to support the churches through the year as well. Probably the cancellation of the summer conference cost us about £1.1 million. And people in the New Wine family have been incredibly generous. Um, lots of delegates um, didn't take their refund, but were able to gift it back to us. But we were still left, we still are left, with a £600,000 shortfall. And so we've um, put out this giving appeal at the end of United Breaks Out to say that if this has been a blessing to you, and if you want to help us continue to be able to support the church and hopefully gather in 2021 so that we can gather everybody together and see the kingdom come through empowered local churches, well, we need people to stand with us. Um, it's a big shortfall, £600,000, but we've got a big vision. We, we're really there for the church in this land, and, and we believe it is only going to be through local churches alive in the power of the Spirit, impacting local communities, that the nation's actually going to be changed. So when people are investing into new wine, when they're giving to us, what they're actually doing is they're giving into churches like mine, like yours, we're giving in to our local churches for the sake of a revival in the land. And I really hope that people will come away from United Breaks Out, not just with a sense of gratitude for all the ways they've encountered the Lord, but also with a sense of vision of what we could do together. And as ever, when we've got vision, then we invest into it because it's a way that we show that our heart is for that. United Breaks Out has featured so much content and it's been so rich. Um, nobody who's been following the event this weekend will have been able to see all of it by any means. And so it's really great that you can go back and uh, revisit things that spoke to you at the time and think about them more deeply. But you can also catch up with all the other streams and celebrations that you missed. Um, and we're actually going to be adding to that as well. So... If anybody wants to see what we've already got, then they go to the um, New Wine Breaks Out section of the website or they look at our channels on YouTube. And probably the easiest way to find them is new-wine.org slash breaks out. And if people want to get notifications about what we're releasing, then they can go to new-wine.org slash sign up. And um, if you go to sign up and give us your email address, then we'll notify you when we're adding more seminars to this because we've got um, more content that we're going to be releasing every month through the autumn in each of the seminar streams. And if people prefer to just get the audio rather than video, then there's always the New Wine SoundCloud account as well. So lots of ways to engage with the content, lots of amazing content there already, and plenty more to come through the autumn. We live in a really uncertain world, don't we? So it's very hard to plan events, 
But in faith, we're planning to be back in Peterborough for United 2021 and Luminosity 2021 as well, um, which will be our youth conference, which will finally get to launch as we were hoping it would do this year. And we've taken the opportunity actually to refresh uh, our conferences and to do a little bit of change to the format. And so again, the best thing people can do is go to the website, new-wine.org slash united21, and then they'll see all the information that's there about the events, the dates, um, some of the slight tweaks that we've made to the format based on years of delegate experience and um, some just really exciting possibilities. So we, we think that United has a really bright future. We're excited about launching Luminosity and we're soon going to be launching a, another event as well, which we'll be saying a little bit more at the beginning of September um, but lots of things there to sort of be excited about. And the flash sales for United are already open. So the best prices you will be able to get are available now. And um, we're hoping that people will not hold back and think, well, it's an uncertain world. But they'll look and they'll say, let's go forward in faith. And if we have to cancel this and rearrange it, then we can do that. And we can give back to everybody what they what they've put into it. But let's go forward together in faith that there is going to be a time when we can gather together in our thousands as we've enjoyed so much doing in the past. Well, as we come to the end of a long weekend of incredible blessing, uh, we just want to give God the glory and we want to pray that the fruits of United Breaks Out would last for a long time. So let me lead us in a prayer. Father, we thank you so much for enabling us to pull off this conference, for being able to present Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit to children, to youth, and to adults. We thank you for those who've been drawn in for the first time and, and really felt part of the New Wine family. We thank you for the community that's been created that has enabled us to, to come together. And we thank you above everything else that the Holy Spirit has fallen again and again and again in hearts and homes and gardens, uh, to bring a message of hope and healing. We need that so much for ourselves, but our prayer, Lord, is that it wouldn't stop with us. We'd now be empowered and sent by the Holy Spirit to share this with a hurting world. And so I pray, Lord, that through this offering of United Breaks Out and through the ongoing conversation with the extra seminars that are being released through the autumn, I pray that your spirit would empower us all in our local churches to reach our neighbourhoods, that we would be confident and know that you are with us at this time and that the nation would see the answer. The answer to everything that's being shaken is to put your feet upon the rock of God's love revealed to us in Jesus and made known in the power of the Holy Spirit. So Lord, we give you all the glory and we thank you for being with us through this conference and you will be with us as we go ahead. Amen. You've been listening to a podcast from New Wine FM. For more information, visit new-wine.org forward slash breaks out.